Welcome back to another edition of the Bad Podcast, a special edition. We're actually live inside of the Eager to Run Facebook page, man. If you don't know what that is, you need to look it up. Join it. It's a free run club. We're going to talk a whole lot about it. But B, man, let's let's get started, man. What, what we got today? I'm excited, man. We, we have a special guest and we're going to talk about being prepared, getting yourself prepared and what it takes to, to essentially have your body uh, ready for battle, ready for an event. So I got a quote here from James Cars: uh, to be prepared against surprise is to be trained, to be prepared for surprise is to be educated. So we're going to talk about training and we're going to talk about education today with our special guest. Let's go. Let's get it. Hey, good job, guys. Good job. Mental battles. Mental battles. Hey, man. Eat some for life, baby. What it look like, what it be like, what it do. Back in the building, man. The Bad Podcast, Brad and Wayne, And we have a special guest, a uh, guy that beard is way more uh, voluptuous and fuller than mine. Jeff is going to be super jealous of both of us. But uh, we have on none other than our brother, Jamal, man. What's going on, man? Not much. How y'all doing? Good morning. Hey, man. We good. We live inside the Eager to Run Club group, man. And uh, we're excited to provide a lot of content, man, not only to our E2M fam, but also the Eager to Run uh, Club, which is a free Facebook page group that you can join. Just find them on Facebook. So, B, I'm going to switch it over to you, man. The boss man gave you the questions. He didn't give me the questions. So, <laughs> I'm going to let you kind of drive the boat, man. Let's get into it. Yeah. So, Jamal, I just want to take a second and have you introduce yourself, um, you know, and just talk a little bit about your business, and then we'll jump into uh, so, some of the content today. So, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey, man, I'm Jamal Dees um, from Sumter, South Carolina. Um, I've known Jeff since high school. We went to um, high school together. We, went, we played track. Well, we ran track and field together also there. Um, I'm based out of Atlanta, Georgia. My business name is Dees Sport Performance and Therapy. Um, basically, in my, my business, we do soft tissue therapy. We do stuff from sports therapy, do strength and conditioning, biomechanical analysis, we do it all to make sure athletes are ready and prepared to run. Wow. So, that's, so I'm going to jump in. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. He's been something, man. Yeah. My, my, my wife is from something. That's why I had to, I had to jump in, man. Uh, she's from something with the high, you know, uh, that whole thing. Uh, you know, she told me about Red Bay and, and all of that, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I grew up on, I grew up close to Red Bay. Okay. All right. So yeah, I'm good. Beat my man for something. We in good hands. <laughs> I like it. Uh, you know, so you you hit a couple of triggers there, and and uh, I just I want to talk about the the preparation phase. But before we jump into that, I want to ask you a question. And and I know from just watching your Instagram, I know some of the athletes that you work with. I know some of the runners that you work with. I know some of the NFL players that you work with. But I want you to touch base on uh, how you sort of how you sort of projected yourself into those roles. I mean, was it, was it preparation on your end? Did you do all the right things? Did you, you know, what did you do to get into this, the, the position that you're in today to work with these professional athletes and these elite runners? Well, honestly, um, it's a couple of things. I was, I'm blessed to be, have a great network. Um, in 2008, 
I worked with um I worked with the University of South Carolina um by a head coach named Coach Curtis Fry. His first words were me, I that's I remember now is be used, know you're being used, and take advantage of it. So every time like when I first started, I didn't get a lot of money, man. I literally got a hundred dollars a day. So if you know a track and field wise, hundred dollars is nothing when you have a whole team. So the thing about it is more so it was just more so about getting my name out there. Um yeah, like every night we went out, I networked with different coaches, I networked with different athletes, you know what I'm saying? I just got my name out there slowly but surely. Um fast forward twenty twelve, I met my first US team USA team, um was twenty twelve. So I got my name up there pretty much to get other people who knew me and got my knew my brand. Um then from there it's kind of went going. Got kind of crazy because 2014 I made my second team. 2015 I made another team. Um and I moved to Atlanta in 2015. Um that's when things got a little interesting because 2015 is when I started working with um the track athletes, more more professional track athletes. Um then also I started working with a lot of NFL guys. Um yeah. It was pretty cool because 2015 was when I started traveling. Like it's from 2008, 2014, I traveled every week for track and field. And the money was decent. But 2015, I started traveling every week. And that money was NFL money way different than track money. <laughs> so it was it was a good experience. So from now, yeah. 2015 to now, I still travel a lot. I still do a lot with the professional athletes. Checking field wise, NFL, WNBA. I just got work this morning at four o'clock this morning, working with um a couple of actresses because they're here um in Atlanta doing uh, a TV show. So I got done working four o'clock this morning, work with them. So yeah, man, grinding, man, grind don't stop. <laughs> I love it, man, and that's and that's sort of what you know our mentality is with fitness is the grind don't stop, and you got to trust the process. Um, you know, are you working with any uh current like? elite runners right now like currently are you are you with any uh like big big top top dogs <laughs> yeah <laughs> um i know you are <laughs> <laughs> well it's like so um track and field wise last year um well i've been blessed to work with a lot of big names um last season for world championship last year if you know track and field was a world championship year um i worked with shakari richardson um, I worked with Christian Coleman, T.T. Terry, Kenny Harrison, um, Sandy Morrison. I worked with a lot of the big dogs. Um, I also, I worked with a group out of um, Florida, which is an all-Nike group. So the, all, out of that group, we had seven athletes go to world championships. Five of them medaled. I'm sorry, we brought, I'm sorry, we brought made five medals. Going to seven people with five medals, so it was a pretty wow. good one. Um, Terry <laughs> had three medals, TT had one medal, and Melissa had one medal too. So we yeah we had a pretty good successful weekend, especially well special two weeks with only seven people. So yeah, I'd, I'd say that's a very successful weekend <laughs> for you sure. Know, <laughs> you, you, yeah. oh, yeah. you, 
you talk about these runners and um, you know, and, and NFL, any any athlete that you work with, I think you said WNBA, are there are there proactive or preventative measures to prepare your athletes for uh whether it's a football game or a racing event? Is there proactive measures that they can that our clients could take? to sort of get them ready if they don't have if they don't have access to your services what are some things that our, our runners could do to make sure that they have a a, a successful event um it's, it's it's a complex answer yeah. um well it's a couple things man we can talk from head to toe um gotta make sure you drink a lot of water um i drink well we, i have them drink at least a gallon a day um have them stretch um, for more than 30 minutes, um, foam roll for more than 30 minutes, um, foam roll, I'm sorry, foam roll with a purpose. It's a difference between regular foam rolling and foam roll with a purpose. Foam roll with a purpose is more so like getting your car detailed and also getting your car oil changed. Mm. It's a difference between oil change, how oil changes, and also a detailed job when you drive. Because mm-hmm. your body is moving like a, a NASCAR engine. So with that being said, a regular oil change is basically what you most people do when they foam roll. That's like five, ten minutes. Cause if you really do the math, an oil change is five, ten minutes if you do the math. Cause a lot of places are drive-throughs nowadays. So with that being said, it's a regular oil change. But detailed job is when you do 30 minutes to a couple hours of foam rolling. That's with the purpose. Um myself, I foam roll at least four hours. I could literally watch a football game or something and just phone over the whole time. Um, <laughs> I need to get um, into, that, into that routine <laughs> like yesterday. <laughs> but no, I just you know I mean the, the purpose is basically making sure everything is clicking right. So you have to do certain movements and how understand look at listen 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 to how your body moves and when you get that stuff done right, it's it's, it's a beautiful thing because like. Perfect example, Shakari. She she wasn't the best foam roller, but by the time we got done, like you could see at the beginning of stages, it was like her foam roller was not the best. But by the time we got to world championships, it was like poetry in motion. Like her, um, like as a coach, as a coach, I very respect. He was like, man, it was like watching poetry in motion how y'all work together because y'all had it was like the chemistry and how she moved her body when she was on the table and how she moved the body when she warming up is crazy. And that that same time she won world championship, fastest woman in the world. She had second place, she got third place in the four mile. I mean, one hundred meters got first place, second place got third. And for about once, she got 100 minutes, she won. So it was just poetry in motion um, because she ran the best, looked the best, and also she broke a couple of records, too, while she was there. So it was just a testament on how certain things are done. But also in the same breath, you have to get certain muscle firing, too, um, because a lot of people go through the motion of, like, say, sit-ups, perfect example. Sit-ups is uh, – People have lower back problems. So a lot of people do the beach body sit-ups, which is basically the, um, working the upper from belly button up. That's, that's a beach body sit-up. But with athletes, you have to work the lower part. So you have to get the planks. You have to get the planks of movements. You have to get 
excuse me, got six inches, that kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? So fire hydrants, those kind of things will kind of get your your lower core and also good goose firing because most of the time people have hamstring injuries, little back injuries, all because they're using backside mechanics. So they they have to use they have to understand the body and also get certain muscles firing because they get kind of lazy not doing that. Yeah, I like how you say hit the core, but not like the beach body abs, because oftentimes when we think, hey, I want that washboard abs, what am I going to do? I'm going to do the sit-ups, and I'm going to keep on doing 100 sit-ups every day, 100 sit-ups, but we're not mm -hmm. engaging that entire course. So I like what you said there. Um, I also like what you said about the poetry. You know, so many times when we begin a journey, what happens is there is a lot of resistance, there's a lot of ebbs and flows, and we can't quite figure out exactly how to uh, hit that straight and narrow. But with time, with preparation, with repetition, what we do is over time, we create that that magic, right? That that poetry, like you were saying. I, I love the sounds of that because that's, I mean, that's very relatable to our E2M eight-week challenge. Like that first week, man, it's a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. But then For once sure. it's, a, you know, the weeks three, four, and five, if you stay persistent like your athletes do, because they have to, right? If, they, if, they're, not, if they're not performing at an elite level, count them out because somebody's chasing them at all times. But with our, with our clients, uh, sometimes we lose our way a little bit, but those that are, the, those that are steady and persistent, they'll find that rhythm. They'll find that poetry if they just stay consistent with their, with their efforts. Um, you know, just to, just to ask you a, a point blank question here. Um, what's, what's something that is, uh, what's one of the top causes for injuries with runners? What do you think, you know, it, beginner runners, uh, intermediate, expert runners, advanced runners. What's the what's the top uh, what's that top top dog that that uh, is going to cause some kind of injury? Oh man, running on bad surfaces. Running mm -hmm. on the bad surface. A lot of people. Um, besides was it besides not hydrating, not besides foam rolling, besides foam rolling, not foam rolling, not stretching, not hydrating. The number one. Big one is running on hard surfaces like concrete. Cause mm -hmm. a lot of people don't take care of their feet. A lot of people wear cheap shoes. So with that being said, you have more you're more prone for ankle injuries, plantar fasciitis, chin splints. So it's like your found the body, your foundation, your ankles are your foundation. So if your ankles are tight or not moving good, or your feet are tight. That means it's gonna mess up your lower back, gonna mess up your knees, gonna cause shiftlets. So that little little things go a long way if you think about it. Yeah, well that's that's huge because man, my my lower back's always always giving me problems, man. What's what's something you could tell a guy like myself? I'm six foot three, I got lower back issues. What's somebody? What's something you can tell somebody like me? Um, <laughs> depending on what part of your back is bothering you, is it mid back? Um, could do. Um, little the foam roll that, or do little pills, or basically two tennis balls that's taped together. Um, put those between your your um the spine, kind of stretch, and go through your movements that way. Um, another one you put a foam roller in the middle of your back, and foam roll that way. Um, with a purpose. Um, lower back wise, it could be a few things: the foam roll, the glute medius and glutes. Um. But also stretching your hamstrings will be the most important one. Um, if you have good pain tolerance, it will be amazing if you do so as like put like a little golf, like a um, uh, double ball, um, softball, 
a softball or baseball in your lower core underneath your belly button. That way it calms down your psoas because most people don't think about when people have back injuries, the psoas is a very important thing because it's like a belt. Most people who put belts on too tight, they were um they will cause, well, if you if the belt's too tight, you're gonna feel the pain either in your stomach or your lower back. So mm-hmm. it's the same thing when you have um the same mindset when your body is. If it's something too tight one place or it's hurting one place, it's another part of your body that's bothering you. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm <laughs> over here writing notes down, man. <laughs> <laughs> that that's softball to the core. That sounds painful, man. I was like, it's it's, it's it, it can be painful, but the same breath. There, there are um, the release is so much is very neat needed. You know what I'm saying? Because think about it, a lot of people at home nowadays. They sit up, they they they, they on computers all day, so they kind mm-hmm. of the posture the posture is pretty bad. Then on top of that, most people when they drive a lot. They're in bad posture. So it's just basically a lot of things are at your core. Let's say that's why you a lot of people are weak there because of they don't have they have build bellies or you know do beach body stuff. So when you get the lower core looser, your back is looser, or it's, it makes life much easier for you. Wow. Wow, wow. That's why going back, that's going back to the whole thing with the lower core stuff. Because yeah. lower core stuff and beach pie is one way that makes you look good, but lower core exercises they say they save on your back and so much stuff too, man. When movement wise, wow. So B, you know we live and we got some questions from the folks, man. Oh, you want to cool. you want to throw yeah. something on there? Let, let, yeah, let's jump in. I I don't know if I have access to those. I, I, I got, don't have I got the, it, man. <laughs> yeah, hit it up, man. Excellent. I'm All I'm right. over here trying to get on Amazon to order me a softball. So right, uh, <laughs> don't mind me. <laughs> right, right. This is uh, Brad's personal uh, consultant. Hey, he gonna charge you after this. Just so you know. I know man. Just, send me, just send me a bill, Jamal. Yeah, you know, I, I'm curious on your thoughts. Uh, of going to a chiropractor and getting adjusted before a race. What are your thoughts? Oh, that's, on that? oh okay. That's easy, man. Um, yes. Um, mm-hmm. just say a lot of my so so I can speak with track and field wise and football wise. Mm-hmm. Track and field wise, we have um at big track meets or at certain track meets, you will have soft tissue people slash athletic trainers slash massage therapists. And they also have chiropractors there, sport chiropractors. So, like Team USA, they travel with athletic trainers, sports massage therapists, physical therapists, and chiropractors. So, wow. a, lot, a lot of athletes get off the table, making sure they get like getting the sports massages and everything done, then get on the chiropractor table because they want to make sure the muscles are clicking right, also make sure the alignment and nerves are firing too. So mm-hmm. you have to – it's kind of a – it goes hand-in-hand when you're getting ready to compete. Um, a lot of my NFL guys, they fly – either they have chiropractors there or you have chiropractors who fly in. Um, but think about with football players. If you are running back or have certain positions you play, it's like getting to a car accident every day. Right. So it's a lot of impact. So you have to kind of reset your body up right before you compete and do anything. So chiropractor is very, very, very important. Okay. Nice. Good deal. I got one more question and uh, before we go, keep going. 
Uh, it says, does the pain of foam rolling go away if you do it for hours? That's, I think, thank you for that, that question. I was wondering that, the same thing. That question is actually for me. I texted Alicia on the side. I said, hey, put this question in there. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah. So that question, so all right. So let's go back to hydration, man. Um, there's a couple of things. Like with me, when I say I foam roll for hours, I foam roll for hours, but I take care of my body very well. Um, every morning I do, so every morning when I wake up, I do, well, let me clarify what I'm doing. Every day, well, at least, well, at least five days out of the week, I'm doing a couple of things. I'm foam rolling for a couple of hours. I take ice baths at least every other day. I take hot episode baths each other day, every other day, or get in the hot tub. Um, I get massages, I go to chiropractor, I go to physical therapy, I go to yoga, um, I do Pilates. So I do a lot of things just to make sure my body is ready to go because I I travel a lot and also beat myself up a lot. So what I do and what certain athletes do all depends on your hydration, your rest, all that other stuff too. Because if not, not going to be able to um, recover like you want to. Like so, basically, answer that question in a, for in a nutshell: If the person is not as active, you're going to feel sore. So, I, so I tell my athletes one one thing: day one, you're going to feel flat. If you don't have, if you don't do your homework of ice bathing or either high epsilon baths, they want and also hydrate. You're gonna feel flat and sore the first day. Day two, you're gonna start feeling your power come back, and day three, you're gonna feel really, really amazing. You're gonna feel the most powerful you had in a long time if you do, if you be consistent with it, and also, um, they're consistent with it and do your homework. Yeah. So the answer is no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> nah, nah. It, it, no, you, the answer is yes. You will yeah. feel the pain go away because your movements will be your movements will increase. Um, your movement increase, and also you start feeling certain muscles to relax how you do it. Nice, nice. Now that, that that's it for those questions. B, I'm gonna toss it back to you, brother. Yeah, yeah. Pre- pre- uh, preparation, man, is a, is a key component. You know, it's it's essential to to get us ready for an event, uh, sporting event, a run, anything like that. And and essentially for life, you know, how many people have chronic injuries that that uh, are prolonged because they're not taking these preventative measures? They'll do a day of cold cold baths. They'll do a day of the Epsom baths. They'll do a day of stretching. They'll do one day. And then they, they come back and just like you said, that, that first day, man, man, I just not, I'm not feeling it. I'm, I'm still feeling flat, you know, or, or whatever term you use there, but it's not day one. It's, it's day two, it's day 10, it's day 15 of, of consistency. And then all of a sudden, oh, my body does start to feel a little bit, a little bit uh, looser. And now I feel like I could run a marathon and, and, and so on and so forth. But um, yeah, I just want to, I just want to say, thank you. Um, this was, this is very educational. I, I got a list of notes over here. I'm like, all right, I got my, I got my softball and my belly. I got the, I got the, I got poetry written down over here. Trust the process written down over here. I got all sorts of uh, little, little nuggets. And uh, uh, again, man, I can't, I can't thank you enough because this was not only good for our, uh, our run club, but it was good for me because uh, you know, with lower back injuries, you know, it's, it's something that I've, I've dealt with and uh, 
I've had my uh, my my peaks and valleys, but I think I'm gonna try that softball thing today, and I'm gonna stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, Jay. So right here, man, in in our show, we have a little tradition with our guests. Uh, we have a segment that we call "Did You Know or Do You Know?" And usually, what we do is ask our guests to share something publicly that most people that maybe follow you on social media wouldn't know, or if they didn't know you personally, something they wouldn't know. So. I'm going to play this little small, really short clip. You'd be thinking of a fun fact about you that people don't know or didn't know. All right. All right. Let's do it. Do you know? Super small. <laughs> short. <laughs> we, we, for those that don't know, people in the Eager to Run Club, uh, Jeff, our, our fearless leader, uh, for, got on this kick, man, when he wanted to tell us something. He's like, do you know? And he got it from the, you know, the gingerbread man from Shrek. And so we kind of adopted that as a segment in our podcast. So, all right, Jay, tell us something that someone may not have known or the do you know, did you know moment about you? Um, Actually, most people don't really know um, the reason why I got into what I got into. Um, so in 2000, I got in. So in 2000 high school, um, I got injured. Um, playing football. Um, right. So my first one, so my first injury was in 2000. Um, got hit my back playing football, um, partially paralyzed, but not partially, I was partially paralyzed, but I had really bad back injury. So I couldn't barely walk and do anything. Um, but yeah, so I had three herniated discs with it. Um, went to therapy. Got back, um, went to, came back, um, and did I did different sports. I, I came back and did sports, so I started learning my body a little more. Um, got to college, my major in college was engineering at first, engineering and um, but the problem was, I did football too in college. So in college, you know. It's, it's hard playing football and also doing engineering. Um, but after my freshman year, I got injured again. I hit my got um got injured in my back again. So I'm going through physical therapy again, and this time it kind of clicked. Um, I enjoyed the physical therapy this time. So with that being said, I changed my major. Um, I got an internship working assistant physical therapist. I got from there from that intern, but from that job, I got internships with the Indianapolis Colts, um, Team USA. Um, I work with the. I'm working on some other sponsorships now. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's 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 that one injury to my lower back has caused pain throughout the years, but also was a beautiful nightmare. You know what I'm saying? Because it got me, got my mind adjusted to certain things, and also want me to learn more about the body, and also help people too. So yeah, like well, that's that. that's that's you asked for. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, perfect. that's perfect. Yeah, no, that's dope. I mean, it's always good to hear what inspired and and what 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 sparked the 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 thing for you. Um, and so uh, just I just love that. Really good. So I got one more question from the from the folks before we go and before we close it out. And uh, the question is, quick question, uh, what can help me with neck pain after running 
I'm warming up before the run as well. What could, what could I know? It's probably a lot of things. Just you know, this well, is, well, go ahead. Well, neck pain when you're running um could come from a couple things, man. Um, one, your posture when you're running. A lot of people either have. I'm sorry when I when I talk and think I've had my eyes closed, so I'm no not worried. Um, half the people can't see you when they listen to the podcast. You good? Man. Oh, oh, so. <laughs> So basically what it is, think about when you have your head getting your head down. Your head weighs 10 to 12 pounds. So when you have your head down, it's like the side. You run with a, a bowling ball on, on your head. So a lot of people are running with the head down with the stuff, so they're not really doing it posture-wise. And also a lot of people have problems when they run. Their breathing is not controlled. So mm-hmm. you having a lot of, you put a lot of pressure on your head and your thoracic part. The rest of your chest and your upper back. Excuse me. So with those two things, when you're running and having trouble breathing a lot, it's going to mess you up. But also the same breath, it goes back to your core. So your core, if not strong, your body posture will be, it's not going to be in line. So when you start running correctly, you start standing up taller. You have your head up a little stronger because most people, when they run, they don't have their they're so used to being forward, um, for it's it's forward lines, but the problem is people's lower back, uh, upper back, trap wise, they're there's weak, so you're not being able to actually stand up taller and actually do things to make sure your neck is fine, your back is fine, because certain muscles are shut off or weaker. Nice. I love it, man. So Brad, man, I, I know uh, the folks are going to love this, especially the folks that catch in the replay, yeah. um, uh, you know, going live into the eager to run uh, page. Uh, and Jay, we want to thank you. Brad already. Thank you. I'm going to thank you again, man, for coming on and, um, and, and sharing your, your knowledge and your wisdom. So uh, last thing before we go, man, let people know that might, you know, be interested in the service or, you know, what area, just promote the business that, you know, because the thing I love about E2M, man, we got all walks of life, man. It literally could be anybody. You know, we got some ex-NFL players in here. You know, we got, you know, all walks of life. So uh, throw off there, man, just uh, where they can find you, your Instagram, whatever. <clears throat> well, I, I'm based out of Atlanta. Um, I'm based out of Marietta and Bucket area. Um, we've got two offices, one in Bucket and one in Marietta. Um, I also travel pretty frequently. Um, but now my IG page is DSPT underscore therapy. Um, DSPT underscore therapy. Um, that way you can see what I do social media wise. Um, uh, also, the same thing on Facebook. These were these performance and therapy um, on Facebook also. Um, it's just I don't post much because <laughs> I suck at that, but also the same breath. It's just more so um, I like having my work speak for myself. Um, I need to do better social media-wise, but also the same breath. Um, I've had my one of my mentors said, Rolls Royce never makes a commercial. So why should you start doing that? Only thing they do is show pictures of your Rolls Royce when it's coming out and stuff and go from there. Because the people who 
well, the, not the people, but cars who have commercials all the time. They're they're popular cars, but when you're trying to reach a certain clientele or something, you don't really do certain things with it. You know. Yep. Love that. Agreed. Agreed. Rose Royce got an Instagram though, so make sure y'all follow him. Right? <laughs> <laughs> make sure y'all follow him on Instagram, man. All right, y'all. Hey, we appreciate y'all tuning in to the Bad Podcast, your favorite podcast. Check us out every Monday. Those in the Eager to Run Club, man. Make sure you guys comment under this video. Let people know that we're dropping some nuggets inside this free run group right here. All right, y'all. Till next time, we are out of here. <laughs>